And during the few moments that we have left, we want to talk right down to earth in a language that everybody here can easily understand. We should thank our lucky stars. They're still putting on a program of this caliber after so many years. And yes, the rumors are true. They smoke, they drink, they use bad language in mixed company. They're extremely rich and they can flash more bling than most posses in this room. Rock stars they are, and God bless them for that. I'm Chris. I'm also Chris. And we are your friends with benefits. Hashtag FWB Podcast. You know what time it is. Fresh off the set. Of his crappy Monsters movie. <laughs> I can't say that with full confidence because I haven't seen it and I won't see it. Because the trailer just looked like it would not interest me in the slightest. But he'll play our entrance music. And I'm okay with right. it. He knows because we're his favorite podcast. If he had a podcast, that podcast's favorite podcast would be us. Because as the name, as the intro suggests and reminds you i am chris i'm also chris you sure are you read that card like a champ man and together we are (laughs) the number one highest rated tn2m show we have the number one merch mover in the tn2m t public store which has not had a sale in two weeks so they're due for one they basically have a sale like every two weeks. So, get out your beach towel, roll it out, yeah. grab your family size, your value size Jurgens. take that big knob, crank it all the way to the right, turn it up. If you turn it to oh, the left, you turn it off. Left. If you turn it to the left, you turn it off. You got to take the big knob on oh, the left fair. and turn it to the right. You called me a big knob before. Well, no, I said you have a big knob. Uh, yeah. That's my bad. No, it's all good, man. It's it's good. Um, and trust me, it's good. Uh, we are your favorite podcast, favorite podcast, all of them. Every single one of them. And... It's the start. It's the continuation of our favorite season. We are your friends with benefits, buddy. Yes. How you feeling? <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. So. Uh oh. So the apartment complex has been redoing all the roofs. I think I saw your fine. tweet. I saw. I saw a tweet. Was it a tweet that I saw? I believe so. I about think this? I think I tweeted about it, and actually, I, I got to relive probably like a tweet I thought should have done better numbers than it did was one I posted in June that said, um, "And a happy and a happy twenty uh, second of June to you as well." Random person setting off fireworks at eleven forty five on a Wednesday night, Ugh. Um, but. Uh yeah, actually I, I I don't know. Let me let me go back and check. I may have to it. It's been the, it's been a process. I, I think if it was the uh the person I believe hammering or something right above where you were sitting. Oh yeah, hell is a hell is working a telephonic job while your apartment roof is being replaced. Yep. There's literally a power saw right outside of my window, and from the sounds of it, the radio is directly above me. <laughs> That's the one. So, uh, I, I also work, you know, as, as I just said, a telephonic job. So, um, I'd asked, Hey, can I have my admin day, uh, on Thursday and was told no, uh, cause I had to say it's normally Tuesday. So it's normally today where I don't have to take calls, but we had someone out last week. So I covered phones on Tuesday. So I was told no. And I was like, Okay, that sucks, but, you know, I'll make it work. 
so then I message my boss and I'm like, Hey, I really like, I can't do phones today. Like there, there's I, like, and I tell him there's no way I tell him Wednesday. I'm like, there's no way I'm going to be able to do phones tomorrow and probably not most of Friday because they're replacing the roof. And he says someone else on the team has their admin day and they need more than two people on phones. I'm like, okay. All right, then 90 minutes into my day, I have three complaints about unprofessionalism. <laughs> Nothing about me. It's all background noise, hammering sound, blah, 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 blah. So I get a message from my boss. Uh, he's in mountain time. So his day starts at 8 a.m. for him, but it's 10, it's 10 o'clock for me. I get a message for him at 10.05. <laughs> so the first thing he sees is I have three complaints in two hours. He's like, holy shit, so what like, is this hey. guy doing? So I get a message from him. So I say, call me. So I call him, and he goes, what's going on? And like hilarious clockwork, there is a massive thud as soon as those words leave his mouth. And I'm like, I can't, I, I told you I couldn't do this. Like I can't hear anything and I'm having to constantly repeat myself. I'm having to apologize. Like, I don't know what you want me to do here. He's like, okay, well, uh, I think it's going to be okay. So he's like, just keep trying two more complaints. It's not even 11 o'clock, and I've had five complaints. So then my boss's boss sends me a message, and she's like, hey, do you still have my number? Can you call me? <laughs> sure can. Yep. Call her. And I'm like, I don't know what you guys want me to do. Because it's not, I'm not working off a laptop. I have a desktop and two monitors. Yeah, it's it was not laptop, portable. I, I, I if it was a laptop, I'd go to a friend's house. I'd go to like, I'd, I'd go to fucking Starbucks. I'd go somewhere. I'd go like, if they have uh, little work offices in our office, I would go set up shop there. But no. So, um, I was like, yeah, I asked for an admin day and I was told no. And she was like, well, uh, you know, according to policy, um, we, we, and you know, she says something, I can't remember what, it, what her exact wording was, but she threatened to write me up and I go, oh. you're going to fire me before I sign that write up. Oh, I am heated by this point. I am fucking heated by this point. So I'm like, I'm not, I'm not signing it. It's garbage. I'm being written up. I gave multiple warnings. I was not going to be able to be on phones today. I rent an apartment. You guys knew that when you hired me. I can't do anything about this noise. And she goes, well, let me see what I can do. And I go, okay. By the way, I'm not getting back on phones. And she goes, well, they need you. And I go, I don't care. I was like, if I get one more complaint, then like, it's not even 11 o'clock. I've had five complaints. Like, I don't know what you expect me to be able to do about this. And I'm not going to continue providing bad customer service to the client. And when I worded it like that, I had backed her into a corner where she couldn't say anything, but okay. Yeah, that, that, that's, that's the way you, you got the phrase right. You got, you got, that's, the, that's the key is the phrasing is the key. So get a whole bunch of other shit done during the day. Uh, boss messages me at the end of the day and he's like, no write up, no nothing. And he goes, do you think they're going to be done tomorrow? And I go, I don't know. I don't think they finished today. And he goes, okay, uh, just let me know. We can, we can work it out. So I clock out, I shut down my computer for the day. And also about midway through the day, I had noticed a small, um, smell, Oh no! In my apartment. Oh no! And you know, you, you've spent a bit of time in my apartment. Yeah. A bit is an understatement. A day that. or two, maybe. Yeah. So <laughs> I, you know, where my garbage bags are under my sink. Yeah. I'm like, maybe it's my trash. I'm going to take the trash out. So I bag up the trash, got it tied off. I'm ready to head out the door, and I'm like, oh, I'm going to replace the bag. I open it, and the fucking stench 
hits me. Something had backed up in my garbage disposal or something like that. And, um, had a, a a dog bowl for my my and my ex had a dog she would bring over sometimes had a dog bowl for the dog thankfully i still had it cuz that motherfucker was full of black water oh that's disgusting and it you know there was still water on like the base of the cabinet as well i ended up having to throw away like some different uh like I had my Swiffer wet jet pads, had to throw those away because the, the box got soaked through. Um, had a few other like shop towel kind of things my mom had gotten me for Christmas one year, like had to pitch those. And I mean, dude, I had to it, like it just it reeked. So then I have to message my boss again and be like, hey, I'm going to have to have a maintenance guy in here tomorrow. It's illegal because it's a HIPAA violation for me to answer calls. Yeah. Then and he's like, and he's like, okay. So we have our, uh, let's fast forward to Friday. Maintenance dude shows up. Th- kudos to my apartment complex. It was 440 when I got there and they were like, we might be able to get someone out today, but you know, the maintenance te- team goes home at 530 and I go, I'd rather have them do it right than do it quick. Tomorrow yeah. morning's fine. No, yeah, that's fair. That's a, that's a, the way to do it. I, I went. I went and bought some uh, baking soda, and one of my friends recommended the room spray from Bath and Body Works. So I went and got that. So, uh, maintenance dude is knocking on my door at like nine oh two. I'm like fucking sweet. Uh, and then you know I tell I tell my boss like. Hey, maintenance guy's here. I send him an email and like maintenance guy's here. I'll be back on phones after. So maintenance guy finishes in a little over an hour. I, you know, I run some reports and do stuff while he's here, like stuff that I don't have to be talking to people for. Yeah. And then I have a meeting with my boss at 1130. And uh, we're talking and it's like this fucking karmic thing just happened. And it's like when they started working directly on my section of the roof with (sighs) their mariachi. Like, and I'm not trying to sound shitty or anything, but like they are blasting mariachi music whenever they work. They don't start it until probably about 1030 or 11, but, and they've been doing these surrounding apartments and everything. It is all I fucking hear day in and day out right now. (laughs) So, and it's just like this hilarious karmic justice. Cause I know he wants to talk about it, but I like legitimately have to be like, yeah, I can't hear you because yeah. of the music Sorry. and because of the pounding. Can't hear you yelling. Can't hear you yeah. being mad. So, and it, he, he's a very easy going guy. He was, he was very nice about everything. And, uh, <laughs> And at one point he goes, uh, heard you refused to sign the write-up if they did one. I was like, yeah, buddy, we were going to have a real interesting talk if they'd tried that. <laughs> but yeah, so that was my Thursday and Friday of work last week. Gosh, yeah, that's just good times, bud. That is, there's nothing fun about any of that. No, 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 no. That's. Ugh. Good thing is that are they are they done now? Are they finished? They are done. Okay, good. Because yeah, at least it was only a couple days, so fortunately it's over. So that's good. Yeah. <laughs> so now you just blast. That's what, I, that's what I call a thank fuck situation. Yeah. So now you can just blast the mariachi music on your own. Yes, sir. No, actually, they're, um, you know, the area of the parking lot we park in? Yeah. That building that's like facing that part of the parking lot. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, that's where they're starting now. Oh, so it's it's not that far away, but hopefully far enough away that it's not as bad. Like that all of that is not as intrusive. Um yeah that shit gets old 
Yeah, buddy. All that construction stuff. Um, so, uh, before we got started uh, on the show, I got a an unsolicited uh, text from a phone number that I've never seen before. And the text just said, hey. So, I've started an experiment, and I texted back, and I wrote, Hey, so we're going to see, uh, I'll update you as, as we go on the show, if I get anything back and we will, uh, as the show progresses, we will, if, if they text back and they say something, we'll decide what we're going to say and just keep going with it and we'll just see what happens. I want you yeah, I, I'm, I'm interested to see where this goes. Yeah, me too. I, now I'm like. Come on, man, text me back, whoever you are. I don't know who you are. Text me back. The The, the area code is, is from uh, somewhere in Louisiana, so I, like, legitimately have no idea who this possibly could be. So I don't think it's anybody that I know. So we're just going to roll with it and see what happens. So far, it's riveting. It's, hey, hey, and that's that. So exciting. Yeah, it's it's super exciting. Um but you know what you know what this week is on the show? Cause we teased it last week. It's the day you finally get your circumcision. Oh no. Um I had I, I had the I had the tip cut and I saved it in a jar for you. Okay. Good. For the, for the good, next good, time good. I see you. I, it, it, right now it's in the cabinet. It's pickling right now. <laughs> <laughs> That was more disgusting than I thought it would be. Do not like that. No, no. Do not. No, got an interesting hypothetical question at the end of this one, but we're going to... First, I I, I added a new hotkey button. Are you ready for this? Let's do it. Dude, I've been waiting to use this. We're going to use this every week until Halloween. I'm super excited to hit it. I made it blue. I guess I should have probably made it. That's what she said. That's what she said. Oh. Oh, oh wow! I'm super excited to hit it. Yeah, I'm super excited to 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 hit it. Uh, as she said, you are correct. Um, I sh- maybe I should have made it orange because. Oh yeah, you know that's right. Because we are in the midst of our Halloween season, and we got a doozy. Of a show this week. You know, Party City has licensed Halloween 3 masks that you can buy, and they actually look really good. That's fucking sick. Like, they have all three of them, and it's really good. But we're not here to talk about that. We're not ta- here to talk about how Hall- uh, McDonald's has p- the pumpkin pails coming back. October 18th. We're not here to talk about that either. We're here to talk about the Halloween franchise. I got this giant book that is how many pages here? I'm going to give them a shout out to 516. 598 pages. It's called Taking Shape 2 The Lost Halloween Sequels by Dustin McNeil and Travis Mullins. The first Taking Shape is all about, like, the first Halloween and the first Halloween movie and, um, like, the production of it, a lot of behind-the-scenes stuff, a lot of, like, trivia stuff, stuff you might not know. Um, they, they touch on some, you know, potential sequels or potential stuff that was in, you know, some of the earlier drafts that got taken out. It's a really good book. It's an interesting book. It's much shorter than the second one. Taking Shape 2 is what we're here to talk about, though, because it gives you a synopsis in the back, but then also a really detailed uh, rundown of 24 lost Halloween sequels that you never saw. Uh, Prequels, sequels, reboots, and crossovers that never actually made it to production. And what we're going to do this week is we're going to go through each and every one of these and we're going to talk about if we would 
have liked to have seen that version better than the version that we got. If there is an applicable applicable version, like there's a bunch of like Halloween four, like they divide them up by the movie. So there's like four or five different Halloween fours and fives and sixes and stuff. Um, so we'll, with those, we'll compare them to the, the, the one we got and see if we like the one that they made better or one of these unused versions. You ready to dig in? Fire away, baby. All right. So we're going to start. We're going to go back here. All right. Halloween 4. Now, if you remember Halloween 4, Halloween 4 is the one where um, Michael Myers is back. And because uh, 3, of course, it does not have him in it. So uh, 4, they bring him back. It has the uh, his, his niece, uh, the surprise twist ending that nobody wanted but they got anyway so you know yeah, that halloween one four kind of halloween four kind of sucks yeah it's not great um so there's there's three different potential drafts that we almost got instead of the version that we did get halloween four the etchison draft says okay. 10 10 years later the shape returns to haddonfield amid a ban on halloween Former victims Tommy Doyle and Lindsay Wallace, now teenagers, take on the reborn slasher whose newfound powers leave no trace of his former humanity. So that one almost ends up like Halloween Kills. Yeah, honestly, kind of. That like, one sounds... or, or Halloween 2018. Yeah. And Halloween Kills kind of mixed together. Yeah, so that one, interesting. Uh, of course, now they're teenagers instead of in the, the actual uh, movies they're full grown adults but uh they are they they just can't stay away from the like the supernatural aspect with him in any of these that's a recurring thing like they just can't keep michael myers human so uh halloween four the kenny slash medina draft this one i know you're you're gonna love this one is is you're gonna love this one Despite okay. despite being submerged in Lake Michigan, the slasher is back to terrorize Lori Strode, now a successful photographer in Chicago. Suffering from nightmares and amnesia, Lori is treated by Dr. Loomis. Meanwhile, Killer Mike murders a rock star and assumes his fashion sense. Killer Mike? Uh, yeah, this is how And it assumes his fashion sense? Yeah, so I can't be real. Um, yeah, it sadly, um, it is, it is in fact real. Uh, the it's, um, it says, uh, Lori drives a BMW. Um, Michael Myers also has upgraded his ride from a Ford LTD station wagon to a Porsche. Um, the script is so ridiculously 80s that if the pages could somehow spring to life and snort blow, they probably would. What... Yeah, that sounds like dog shit. Uh, yeah, it, it, um... Having murdered the rock star, the shape takes his Porsche for a joyride at 160 miles per hour. Throwing subtlety to the wind, the car's license plate reads, One Maniac which just so happens to be the title of the rocker's latest hit. He then drives the sports car into patrons queued outside the theater showing Halloween four, which is just about as meta as you can possibly get. Uh, the script notes that the shape quote gears down for the turn hits water and slides into movie line pedestrians. So that one's probably a pass. Hell no. That one's probably That's a pass. A big old pass. All right, how about Halloween Four: The Bitterman Draft? The the yeah, the Bitterman Draft. Doctor Loomis renews his hunt for Michael Myers, who has once more escaped custody in search of Amanda Hatch, his recently orphaned niece. Dangerously naive, Amanda hopes to form a relationship with her slasher uncle. Loomis and Sheriff Brackett reteam to keep the child safe. Meh, I'm not wild about that one. Yeah, it's very meh. 
Um, so I don't know if I I don't know if any of those actually would have been better than the Halloween four that we got, which says a lot. All right, now we got Halloween five. There's only one for Halloween five. Uh, the, it's called oh, yeah, Halloween. That movie's fucking shit. It's it's bad. Halloween five, the killer inside me. Picking up from Halloween four, a frightened Jamie Lloyd discovers newfound powers while also battling her own bloodlust. She and Rachel continue to flee the shape. A wrathful Dr. Loomis isn't far behind, firmly believing Michael's niece must be destroyed. Not terrible. I actually kind of don't mind that one. Yeah, and probably better than what we got. Yeah, Halloween 5 was straight up trash. Not as bad as 6. Well, we only got two for Halloween 6. First one, God, probably Halloween six is bad. One of the more famous ones, Halloween six six six, the origin. A reporter travels to Haddonfield for a story on Michael Myers, only discover only to discover she and her subject share much closer ties than previously known. Meanwhile, outcast Tommy Doyle uses virtual reality to learn a mysterious netherworld portal exists under Judith Myers' grave. That doesn't sound. What? Yeah, it doesn't sound good either. That, that no, I'm, sound, I'm not in for that. That doesn't sound. Doesn't sound very good. Halloween six six six: The Origin of Michael Myers. A new family moves into the Myers house, prompting the return of the shape. Elsewhere, Tommy Doyle and Doctor Loomis theorize on how to vanquish the slasher which involves a mysterious portal in Judith Meyer's old closet that opens each Halloween. Now we're getting into, like, poltergeist territory. Yeah. That that does not sound good either. Uh, 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 Halloween it 6 sounds is, is actively cursed. bad, actually. Yeah, Halloween 6, I guess, was just completely cursed. And Halloween 6 sucks. Yeah. All right. Halloween 7, Two Faces of Evil. It appears the shape is up to his old tricks again when a babysitter is murdered, only for police to realize the slasher is actually incarcerated. They then suspect a shady magician with a Myers obsession. The real shape soon escapes, forcing detectives to hunt for two identical killers. I mean, no joke, I'm in for that. It doesn't sound uh, bad. It sounds super hokey. Like, I feel like people would hate it, but it doesn't sound terrible on paper. Because then you know it would it would end with both of them coming face to face and the magician being, like, in awe because, you know, he's got an obsession with Michael Myers and then Michael Myers kills him. Which would be a cool payoff, but but yeah, I feel like that one is better on paper than actually on screen. Oh, yeah. But I don't know. It, it's a it's a decent concept, and I love Halloween H two O. I'm just throwing it's, that out there. Yeah, well, you know, um, boy, I will slap the shit out your face. It's not as good as Resurrection. I said it. Um, you motherfucking liar. I, yeah. <laughs> all I'm all I'm telling you is they released. Um, uh, the rest of the Halloween movies that count uh, on 4K this week, and my package is in the mail right now. And when I get it's supposed to uh, arrive on October 6th, which is an updated date, yeah, from oh October 6th. Thanks, Amazon. Uh, so when I get that on Thursday, uh, you know, the first thing I'm doing is I'm popping in Resurrection on the 4K and I'm watching it on the, on the Series X in here, watching it on the sex box. Um, all right. Next one, Hall- Hellraiser Halloween. Wait, Hellraiser? Hellraiser colon Halloween. Michael Myers okay. is revealed to have long been possessed by Sam Hain, an escaped demon from hell. With Pinhead and the Cenobites intent on recapturing the demon, a furious battle unfolds on Earth and in Hell. Trapping survivors from both franchises in the middle. 
Hail to the now. Yeah, not interested in that. That's feels so forced. Like Freddy versus Jason, the plot at least like it made sense for them to cross. That one feels so forced. Uh, here we go. A fantastically named Halloween in Hell, Michael versus Pinhead. In pursuit of still no, yeah, it's it, this one's not any better. In pursuit of his niece Jamie, the shape slaughters Hellraiser heroine Christy Cotton. This angers Pinhead and the Cenobites who swear revenge against the slasher. Their battle unfolds first on Earth, then in Hell. Meanwhile, Jamie teams with a sketchy horror expert to defeat both evils. Does not sound great. No, no. fuck off. Yeah, that's just a bad. That's a bad idea. Crossing those two over. A Halloween versus Hellraiser crossover is not something that I feel like I would enjoy at all. No, motherfucker. No. Uh, Speaking of, Halloween H25 is the next one. You're going to love this one, too. One set, uh-huh. set one year after Resurrection, Freddie Harris is set to debut a new documentary on The Shape, who has secretly been kept alive in a government research lab, which he escapes. Meanwhile, franchise survivors converge in Haddonfield for the documentary's premiere, which The Shape crashes in bloody fashion 1,000% in. I can't stress this yeah. enough. I am in for this one. It is so dumb that I absolutely love it. It is. It's so it, like on the scale. It it tips past the scale of stupid. It's so stupid. It's got to be good. In H two five, this is the this is the second one that I've actually enjoyed. The first one being that um, uh, Halloween five, the killer inside me. That one sounded good where Dr. Loomis is trying to kill a child. That one sounds great. Halloween H25, also great. I'll give half credit to the Magician one, but I don't know. Yeah, the Magician one is the one I've been, like, all in on. (laughs) Half credit for that one. Uh, Next one, Halloween. Half credit for your fucking face, nerd. Well, you know. Retribution. That's why I do an audio show. A blizzard strands several teens... At the shuttered Smith's Grove Sanitarium on Halloween night. Unbeknownst to them, the shape now calls this home. When the police refuse to help, John Tate and Lee Brackett team up to rescue the teens and destroy their common enemy. Also in for this one. Yeah, so stupidly in, it's insane. Like, very, like, that's the thing. That, That premise, very basic. Not a lot of frills, one setting, very easy, one, uh, 100% in. I'm in for it. It's easy. Like, one that's setting, easy. very easy. Good no. news, everyone. We found the title of, uh, of the episode. your sex tape. Oh, oh, one setting, very easy. That's true. <laughs> that's true. It's disgusting. Halloween Haddonfield is the next one. This one, uh, this one I legit think that you might be in for because this one also sounds pretty cool a cash strapped haddonfield now embraces halloween with a tacky festival celebrating michael myers dr jason loomis son of the late sam loomis arrives in town to warn against such a celebration but it's too late the shape has already returned to express his extreme disapproval i'm in yep I'm yeah, in for I'm, it. I'm so fucking down for that. Because there was a the, the the sequel that was one of the sequels that was pitched for My Bloody Valentine way back in the day was a sequel where they build basically an attraction out of the abandoned mine as a last mm-hmm. ditch like tourist trap effort. Uh, I love I think that. We talked about that before. I think we have. I love that concept, and I love the idea of like. The cops are trying to hunt down Michael Myers, but they have like 50 people dressed as Michael Myers as part of like all the different booths and all the dumb shit that they're doing. So, you know, they 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 can't find him and it creates all these like false 
like the, the 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 false jumps and all that stuff like that would be great and then you have a visual of like a room just full of people dressed as michael myers they're all like the extras but michael's actually in there and uh, it would be friggin' rad like that would be cool i'm i like that one too all right halloween asylum 04 jason loomis has since gone to work for smith's grove in hopes of preventing the next michael myers a storm knocks out power triggering a lockdown while also releasing the patients jason must now survive a dangerously ill shape imitator who's targeted him as part of his illusion pass no I don't want a Friday the 13th part five situation where you have an imitation. Yeah. Michael Myers. Huge. No. Yeah. Not a fan. Uh, Anything where it's a, an imitation. I just, I I don't think that that's that, that you're not going to. If you have the original too, like that's why the magician works. Yeah. Yeah. You have to have, you, there, there has to be a balance. Like, if, if you're going all in, and at the end of the movie, it's not really him, everybody's just going to hate it. Because no matter how good the movie is, at the end of the day, it's not a Michael Myers movie. Yeah. Just like you can say, oh, yeah, well, it's a Halloween movie, but it's not a Michael Myers. It's just like, yeah, Friday the 13th Part 5 is a Friday the 13th movie, but it's not a Jason movie. Because it's not really Jason doing the killing. It's somebody else playing the part of jason so it feels cheap it feels hollow dude we also at some point we have to dive into this about why every like i know so many people that love halloween or uh, friday the 13th part five and that movie is yeah. fucking dog shit i mean it's got uh the only redeeming values uh it's got a bunch of boobies and that's about it yeah that i can't really because it was that was the one that was directed by the uh the old porn director and it has the worst characters possibly in the entire series with yep. the backwoods redneck family. Yep. No argument there. Uh, Halloween Asylum 05 is next. Oh. Picking up from Resurrection. What a great place to pick up from. The shape. Resurrection shit, man. The shape murders Freddie Harris, but is soon caught and arrested. Upon trial, he's found guilty and sentenced to death by electric chair. The execution goes horribly wrong, however, resulting in the slasher being released inside Smith's Grove State Penitentiary. Pass. Yeah. Nah. Because. I'm good. Well, here's here's the thing that everybody seems to lose in these slasher movies. If you watch the first, usually, I, I think we can safely say that 99% of the time, the first entry is the best. Mm-hmm. All of those characters are very sympathetic, and b- th- there comes a point in the series where you turn on the characters and you want to see them murdered, but ideally, you're rooting for the characters to survive. I don't think that I would be rooting for anybody in prison because like Michael Myers is going to murder a bunch of killers and child molesters and people that don't pay their taxes. Fucking all right. I don't care. And I mean, it's not like there's a lot of really cool and inventive ways to kill people in prison. I mean, he doesn't have like, you know, a lot of, instruments of death at his disposal in yeah fucking cell block d so cell block d is nuts oh wait hold on i have a thing for that yeah i have a (laughs) yeah that's a sound on here i know uh why i love you this is why i love you (laughs) right back at you buddy uh No, no, no! I want a happy sound. I don't want that. Hey. No, no, I want, I want a happy sound. Um, but yeah, so yeah, him just in a in a penitentiary, not a fan. All right, what do we got next? 
Halloween, The Missing Years. Oh, God. This prequel slash sequel examines young Michael Myers' initial incarceration at Smith's Grove Sanitarium while also picking up from Halloween 2's ending. Badly burned, the shape returns to a recently shuttered Smith's Grove where he doesn't take kindly to teenage trespassers. Nope. Don't need anything to explain what happened between 2 and 4. Yeah, I I don't like the prequel part. I like the returning to the sanitarium that's, like, shut down and there are people, like, inside, you know, disrespecting the place and Michael Myers comes in and... and you know, cleans house. Um, that idea I like, but the prequel part, I don't like giving him any kind of, that's one of the, one of the many, many reasons that the Rob Zombie movies are terrible because they try and, and paint a backstory. The minute you start trying to make him sympathetic and start, well, maybe he's justified. You've lost it. It's done. It's over. Bingo. So don't do any of that crap. All right, we got Halloween 3D. The okay. farmer, the farmer Lussier draft. Okay. I'm already going to hate this. Michael Myers returns one year after the event of Rob Zombie's Halloween 2 to rescue his sister from a psychiatric hospital. Internally, Lori struggles over whether to join or reject her brother. Meanwhile, survivors of last year's carnage plot revenge on Lori and Michael for their crimes. Pass. Shut the fuck up. Yep. Shut the fuck up. Anything involving Rob Zombie's Halloween series is an instant pass for me. Unless we're getting a full movie based on that, uh, like, 15-minute hospital segment from Halloween 2 that he did. Yeah. Because that's like the best part of both of those movies. Uh, Halloween 3D, the Hutchinson draft. How many fucking Halloween 3? Oh, because it's at the time that yeah. 3D was big. That makes sense. Yeah. And it starts with the eight words that everybody hates. In the aftermath of Rob Zombie's Halloween 2. <laughs> A grieving Lee Brackett burns down the Myers house and moves to Langdon, Illinois. This brings Michael Myers out of hiding to extract revenge on the retired sheriff who devises a plan to kill his enemy using a local teenager as bait. Pass. No. For all of the reasons. (laughs) For all of the reasons. Anything, again, involving Rob Zombie's Halloween 2, I'm not... I'm not interested. No. Halloween 3.0 is the next one. This reboot reimagines the first Halloween's ending. Instead of escaping into the night, the shape is taken down by a SWAT team led by Dr. Loomis. The slasher escapes federal custody a year later, hoping to recruit Laurie Strode to join him in his murderous crusade. Loomis again chases after. Come on! No. It shouldn't be this hard to write a Halloween sequel. This is like 17 or 18 deep, and there's been two good ones. Two and a half, maybe, because half credit with the magician one. It's not that hard, I don't think. See, I'm in for the magician one. I'm definitely it, it. It cracks. It's my in my top three so far by a long shot. Yeah, that's fair. Like easily in the top three for the rest of these. All right, here we go. We got a heavy hitter coming. Heavy right, hitter coming this. in the night. Platinum Dunes Halloween. Yeah. In this total reimagining, Michael Myers is abducted as a child along with another boy. When he seemingly resurfaces years later as an adult slasher, it's up to his detective brother to find and stop him with the help of FBI consultant Sam Loomis. But things are not what they seem. Good God, these are all horrible. Yeah, how much did you pay for that book? 
I mean, the book is fucking awesome because it goes in depth into all of these. So yeah, that's fair. That's fair. That's like, fair. That's fair. like there's a there. You can read a lot more in depth about each one of these if you're interested by buying this book. And it's not that expensive. It's like twenty bucks on Amazon. It's it's a no, really it's good deal. It's a really good deal, and it's a really fun read, especially if you're into Halloween. Um, but Christ on a cracker, these are horrible. These are really bad. All right. God, we've got one, two, three, four, five to go. So that was number 20, or that was number 19 in this this list of 24. Lost sequel, prequel, crossover reboots to the Halloween franchise, and it doesn't get any better from here. <sighs> Reboot Trilogy. Rise of the Boogeyman. In this, in this supernatural spin on Halloween, a deadly slasher. Yeah, I know, right? Fucking come on. (laughs) A deadly slasher without an identity escapes from a mental hospital to once again torment Haddonfield, Illinois. When Doctor Sam Loomis commits to tracking down the escaped killer, he discovers that an ancient and otherworldly evil is at work. They've made seven Chucky movies, and most of those sound better than this. Yeah. They've hey. also made one season of a Chucky show, which was pretty fucking awesome. Uh, yeah, fucking good. It's really good. Maybe they just need to do a Halloween TV show because Scream was pretty good for a while. Yeah. Uh, Chucky's been pretty good. Chucky's actually been awesome. Uh, yeah. So maybe Halloween, maybe we need Haddonfield, the show. And they can just do, like, a run on the show, uh, and we don't have to put up with any of this crap. Because these are horrible. All right, next. Reboot. Yeah, yeah, your boy is stoked for the return of Chucky. Dude, uh, did you see? Okay, oh, no, you haven't seen it. So, So, you know, I've been playing this fucking, even though I don't even watch WWE anymore, and play, I've been playing this card game for eight years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So starting tomorrow, they're doing an update, and you can actually uh, pull a Chucky card off the board, off the draft board. That's fucking sick. Uh, so I'm like, I don't really want to spend real money on this game, but, like, I could have a fucking Chucky card, and that's pretty awesome. Which is shockingly not just a like a universal network, you know, crossover, but there actually is a wrestling tie to Chucky, which makes it even cooler. So Yep. Uh not not as far fetched as you think. If if you have no idea what we're talking about, look up Chucky Rick Steiner and just be amazed. <laughs> Reboot trilogy, The Witching Hour. <sighs> Like I, okay. I I have a headache based on what's coming. Like not even like the, the this whole thing gives me a headache. When with okay. his wife and son murdered, Loomis spirals into madness and seeks out therapy for himself. Meanwhile, the shape continues to torment him as Halloween once again grows near. Loomis is eventually transformed into that which he's hunted, a killer. There's there's nothing close enough for me to punch right now that I'm not going to break. Like, I don't want to punch the board, but, like, dude. This shit shouldn't be that hard. No! We hate you all. Uh, uh, this you hurts broke. me. This hurts me. And the thing that makes me sad is that Halloween 4, 5, and 6 are better than these. And they're horrible. Yeah, those movies suck. They're really bad. Yet, they're better than these. Most of them. There are some that are good. But most of these are just so bad. I know what you're thinking. Yeah. I've said reboot trilogy twice. Yep. Which means the next one. Yep. Reboot trilogy. 
Yep. Fires of Sam Hain. I I I uh, I've read the first sentence and blood is about to shoot out my eyeballs. In an effort to destroy Loomis's past, the shape phys- psychically commands an army of mentally ill patients to murder the residents of Russellville. Elsewhere, Loomis crosses into the barrier between reality and the afterlife. Here, he finally learns the secret to defeating the evil of the shape. Fuck off. I mean... Just fuck off. And people got pissed at the time because they were like, this movie has masks and it's not about Michael Myers. That's so much better than this crap. Uh Uh-huh. Now, Halloween 3, if you didn't think it was a masterpiece before, first of all, shame on you. Get some culture. Second of all... Facts. Second of all, now you should probably realize how bad of a take that is. And Halloween 3 is a classic. All right. We got two left. And I don't we'll even... just say it. If you don't like Halloween 3, we yeah. don't want you as a listener. No. If you don't like Halloween 3 Season of the Witch, you can just go ahead and stop this right now. I've already watched Halloween 3 once this Halloween season. And guess what? I'm probably going to watch it again before Halloween. It's that good. <sighs> okay. We got two left. Halloween Asylum 13. It's like Halloween colon Asylum apostrophe 13. That's how that one is. is. The shape is finally caught and arrested during his latest holiday slaughter. Sentenced to death, his execution by electric chair fails to kill him. We've heard this before. Instead... The chair's powerful jolt empowers him with superhuman strength. Staff struggle to lock down the facility in the wake of the slasher's escape. It sounds exactly like the other one. Fucking, I don't want anything to do yeah. with it. No, I'm done. Um, yeah, I I want nothing to do with that one. And it, I, I hated it before when it was... What was the other one where he was... Uh, Halloween Asylum 05, where he murders uh, Buster Rhymes, and he's caught and arrested. He's sentenced to death by electric chair. Yeah, same thing. That's the one in the penitentiary that I just, I don't understand him killing grown-ass adult convicts. That's not a movie I want to see. Nope. All right, last one. This one's probably going to sound a little familiar. Um, and it's actually the most normal sounding one out of all of them. Halloween returns in this alternate Halloween two. the shape is arrested by police after attacking Laurie Strode in 1978 and sentenced to death. The execution goes awry and the slasher escapes. He then targets the teenage children of the doctor and deputy responsible for his apprehension years earlier. Throw this fucking book away. Oh, my God. (laughs) I don't even want to hold it anymore. Uh, To see as as awful as these the the, the various premises are. Oh, yeah. Pass on that one, too. Uh, Any of these that involve him, like getting captured, going through trial and then being sentenced to death. Like, fuck, go away. Not interested. Yeah, no, that's I want nothing to do with that. Yeah, not not interested. Um. The interesting thing, of the, the, the one thing that is cool about the book is you can kind of read a little bit more in depth about some of it. Like I was reading uh, about him, uh, you know, killing that guy and stealing his Porsche and all that shit. Like they, they go into, depending on the script, like they go into pretty good detail in a lot of them. So like it's pretty fun. Uh, they devote a lot of pages. Like, I think you would really like the... Um, like the section about the the magician sequel. Yeah, I send me a link to it. I might pick yeah, it up like yeah. around Christmas or something. Yeah, like it's let me let me see what the going rate for it at the time of this recording. Dick Cheney's alive and <laughs> uh, taking shape two book on Amazon. It is how much? Why is it pulling up? This is like a bunch of children's books. I don't want to. I don't want to 
I don't want to get a children's book, taking shape book. Uh, actually, the um, uh, okay, the paperback version, twenty six fifty nine. Okay. So not not horrible. Uh, the the Kindle version's ten bucks. Um, if you have uh the, an Audible membership, it's free. Um, so it's actually not not that bad. I'll send you. Uh, I'll share you the uh the link so you can check it out. Pre- um, I appreciate you. There you go. It's it's worth it just to go. It's very much like uh if you remember Slash of the Titans, um, which is oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. the same author. Oh, a book you purchased for me. Fucking great book. Um. And because uh, did we do that episode where we went through all the different versions before we got to the one that we what we ended up getting? No, we okay. didn't do. We're gonna do that one as part of this Halloween series too. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna do one of those um, for that set um, because it goes into it really goes in depth in each script. I mean, it, the book is 600 pages, so you get a lot of detail about every single one of them. So, um if you're interested in the process of how and I like how one of those ideas gets squashed or um if you just want to read about how difficult it apparently is to make a friggin' Halloween movie, um it's it's worth getting. Uh it's it's worth I'll put the book over. It's worth getting. So, I don't know. There were only like three in there that I actually really liked. Uh, the rest of them, I I don't. I never thought that I would be like, oh, you know, they make Halloween Five look like a masterpiece. But Halloween Five, I won't say masterpiece, uh, but they make Halloween Five actually look like a passable movie. And I didn't think that was going to be possible. I figured there would at least be like half a uh, out of twenty four sequel, prequel, crossover reboots. I figured there was at yep. least going to be six or eight that I would have really, really liked. And yeah, a quarter is yeah. what I was like thinking. Yeah, and none. Uh, there, there were like four, three, four that were worth anything in there. The rest of them are all well. He gets captured and then he gets sentenced to death at the electric chair, and but he doesn't really die. Like, unoriginal. Unoriginal. So. Yeah, uh, interesting book. Really worth worth reading. Um, worth getting the the Kindle version if you want the ebook, so you don't have to carry around a six hundred page book. Um, do you have an e reader? I actually don't. Okay, if you, if you had a way, I have an Audible subscription, but oh, I don't have an e reader. Shit, uh, I was gonna say if you had a way to read ebooks, I would just uh, send you the the ebook. But never mind. Um. So, yeah, uh, you ready for this week's hypothetical question before we get out of here? Oh, oh yeah, baby. All right. You know, you don't have to go into detail because this this is going to this one's going to be a potentially uh, this is going to be something that you probably you might not want to share the the specific details with. All right. Okay. You uh, a scientist comes up to you and he tells you. That he's gifting you a machine. The machine is good for one use and one use only. And you can use it to do one of two things. Okay. And it's one or the other. You can either use it to erase one memory from your mind. Or you can use it to erase one memory from someone else's mind. Which one are you doing? It's a, it's a tough one. That's that's tough because it's like, you know, either way, like you end up in the same spot where, um, especially if it's like a memory that is you and somebody else that you want to, like maybe, maybe, you know, you, you and somebody got into a fight or something and words were said and you wish you could take it back. And then, you know, you end up in the same spot where, you know, there's, um, one person that remembers that, um, either you or them, or, um, you know, maybe, you know, someone walked in on you while you were rubbing one out and, so you want to erase that 
uh, that you want to erase that memory from their mind. Um, but you can only use it one time, one or the other, and then the machine stops working. Which one are you picking? Uh, I think I'm going someone else's mind. Real? Okay. All right. Interesting. Interesting. Because I like I thought about it from a couple different perspectives. Because I'm like, do I want? Would I want to erase a memory where like I had a falling out with somebody, or like I said something that I probably wish that I hadn't said, or whatever, or you know, there was some like real bad like event memory or whatever. Or then I was also like, well, what if I wanted to just keep all that the way it was? What if I wanted to remove a memory that I had of like of watching a great movie so I could rewatch it again for the first time? Or, you know, Ooh, that's fair. Right. Or like, you know, I removed the memory of like eating something and that I could eat it again for the first time and like re-enjoy but then i'm like nah, i don't think that would be a good use of it i feel like i would want to try and use it on something that you know on a relationship that has gone awry like a friendship that maybe you know there was an event or uh something something was said or whatever so it's it's tough man but you would use it for somebody else yeah i think so okay okay interesting. i think so interesting all right let us know uh if you would erase one of your memories or erase the memory one specific memory of somebody else um you can uh, email us or tweet us or Facebook us or whatever us um, and tell us what you, you don't have to, you don't have to like say the specific memory because that gets a little too, um, you know, right. Like it is a little too personal. And, and so I get it like, um, but that's interesting. All right. All right. Man. This has been a good one. We celebrated the Halloween season. We're kick. We're in now number two, episode two of the Halloween season. Uh, yeah, so uh, we both have that Slash of the Titans book. So um, it won't be next week because we won't do the same thing back to back weeks. But like in another few weeks before Halloween, we'll do. Um, we'll we'll go through like that. And we'll because there's I think there's only like ten in that one. Okay. There's only like nine or that ten for me. in that one, so we'll go over those and um, uh, we'll talk about those because I think that would be really really fun. Because we both love Freddy versus Jason. We love Freddy. We love Jason, and so it would be a fun one to talk about where we're uh, real passionate about it. And then it would com- complete the horror trifecta. Yeah. Uh, of the three, the big three, uh, and all of the. Un, um, unmade drafts with a lot of them. So if you like what you hear, do us the best favor that you could possibly do and share and us with go somebody. go fuck yourself. Oh, no, that's if you hate it. If you hate it, we yeah. don't really care. Eat one. Um, you can go to patreon.com slash tn2mpodnet and you can subscribe and help us grow just a little bit. Uh, you can buy something from the T Public Store when they have one of their frequent sales. Uh, we have a bunch of merch on there. We have shirts and, uh, you know, sweatshirts, T-shirts, long sleeve shirts, hoodies of the zipper and non-zipper variety. Masks, if you still want a mask. I don't even know. They make baby onesies. They make all kinds of crap with our pictures on it. It'll be fun. And we get a cut of that. Uh, so that's great. Um, the Patreon money goes directly into hosting costs and then buying crap uh to give away or tickets to stuff or um where we can do live stuff we'll have more information on scarefest in the next couple weeks but that is my spiel and as always if you want ah hair in my eye ah um as always if you want to join in the conversation 
hashtag FWB podcast on all your social medias. And we used to have, we used to try and narrow it down, but we don't give a shit. Talk about us online, wherever you want. Yeah. Um, Do it. Not just not parlor or whatever that Trump social media is. What's the, what's Uh, the one that's like the, uh, like the right wing dating site that only has dudes on there now. And they're all real mad. What? There's a there's like this this conservative dating app now, and I forget what it's called, but uh, apparently a lot of people are like ninety nine percent of the people on there are dudes, and they're all pissed. Like, where are the chicks? And it's real funny. Conservative? Oh, not Constellation. Yeah, the, the Constellation fuck? dating site. Uh, you can find me on there. My name. I'm under Big Dipper. The right stuff. That's oh the one. God. I mean, the fact that they named it after a New Kids on the Block song um, gives them a couple points, but the song's actually called You Got It, and then in parentheses, the right stuff. But half credit for that, because I get it. I get I get it. It's fun. It's funny. But, yeah, like there's a ton of complaints where it's like, I left Tinder because none of the women there would talk to me, and now there's no women on here. This is bullshit, and it's real funny. Yep. Yeah, it's pretty good. All righty. All right, then. Back to what I was saying. Yeah, don't don't talk about us on there. Don't talk about us on there. Uh, don't talk about us on there or whatever. Uh, put us in your dating profile if you want to. Whatever. Um, we're going to be here next week, bringing you new stuff, bringing you fun stuff, bringing you all the horror, horror stuff you want to hear for the month of October. I'll bring all the horror stuff. Yeah. All the horror stuff. Yeah. And until then, my friends stay safe, stay happy, keep doing what you're doing. And we are going to be your friends. Buddy, quick question for you. Yeah. Why do they call it eating ass instead of butthead Uh with benefits?